Hey, it's Joey Thurman. I'm excited to bring you season two of the Fad or Future podcast. We live in a world where information is everywhere, easy to access, and sometimes not always accurate, especially in the health and wellness space, which is exactly why I created this show. There's two sides to every story, and I'm here to present both and let you decide, is it a fad or is it the future? Health fads come and go, but the science behind them is what makes them work or fail. I'm bringing the experts to you and putting the facts on the table so you can decide how and where to put your efforts in your own personal health and wellness journey. What's up? It's Joey Thurman. Here's another episode of the Fad or Future podcast from my messy hotel room in Los Angeles looking at traffic right now, but mountains are behind. So that's quite beautiful. A little different than Chicago. Should you take a supplement for your supplement? That sounds kind of crazy, right? Well, in front of me, I have my buddy Lewis here from New Live Science, and they have a new product that is out that we're going to talk about. But Lewis, buddy, thanks for coming on. So what is New Live? What do you, what do you guys, what do you do really specifically? So I guess New Live would be kind of classified as an ingredient supplier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some, some of our customers or clients will kind of get us mixed up with a contract manufacturer, which um, those are the people who actually create products for, you know, sports nutrition brands. Uh, New List Science is an ingredient supplier. So what we really focus on and hone in on is doing scientific studies around the ingredients that our research team has developed in-house. Um, so kind of, we kind of create the ingredients that we're marketing. Um, so we have a small portfolio of ingredients that, you know, our scientific team has uh, created from ground up. Um, and then we all hope also offer um, a few common products like mushroom products um, that are common out there in the market. Interesting. So, so you're, you're, do you have your, you have your own supplements too, but are you also putting your own ingredients in other people's supplements? Yeah. So, so new Live science in particular, um, we don't have our own, I would say product line. Mm-hmm. Um, we focus mainly on selling the raw ingredient material to a sports nutrition brand out there that wants to maybe make a pre-workout or a protein powder. Um, so we wouldn't have like a new life science protein line that we would sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of focus on the actual ingredient itself um, and kind of work with the brands um, and based on what they want to create, you know, we'll, we'll kind of advise them. Okay. Now, so, I mean, you guys are, are talking about ingredients and how do you, how do you know that your ingredients are, you know, pure and effective? Because you see a lot of these things, people are like, don't buy cheap multivitamins or something from Walmart, not trying to take out Walmart, but you know, right. means, but uh, you know, something like if you're paying $15 for a thing, a protein powder, you probably shouldn't have it because it's full of a bunch of crap. I mean, how do you guys like know the purity of what you're having and, and um, you know, how do you look into that process? Cause I think a lot of people don't really know about supplement industry and they're really confused as to what they specifically should be taking. And it doesn't make sense for them. Um, so, so really what we do is, you know, our, our research teams or our manufacturing plant will essentially kind of create, you know, the oxygen, which we'll talk about later on, um, or one of our other ingredients. Um, they'll basically provide us all the specs to that specific ingredient. And then what New Live does is we'll send the batch that we have, we'll send it out to a third-party testing facility mm. to essentially guarantee, you know, what we're saying is in the product or how it's kind of created is actually what it is. It's hundred percent genuine. And then even at that point, you know, we'll, we'll give all those documents to our clients so that they can kind of see the testing that we've done. Um, you know, but depending on how big the, the client or the customer is, 
they might even take it a step further and send it out to another testing facility that they trust. Mm. Um, so there's a lot, there's especially now in our, in, you know, in our day-to-day kind of like what you were saying, you don't really know what you're getting. Um, a lot of our customers, you know, even though we had the third-party testing in-house, um, we'll send them the documents. They actually go out of their way to do it again as well. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of checking now. Okay. So what should people look for on a supplement to know if that is something that, that is safe, you know, for, I mean, obviously consult with your healthcare provider, but um, to know if that it, it is something that is, you know, safe ingredients. Is there, are there specific things that stick out um, that should, they should say, oh, if it's got this third party test on there, or if it has these specific ingredients, is there anything that they can know for sure? Yeah. So the third party testing, um, some of the, some of the supplement lines out there will put, you know, third party tested by X, Y, and Z, they'll put it on their label. Um, for the brands, they kind of go about it as they see fit, but for an ingredient supplier like New of Science, um, we do go through the process of getting certain certifications or certain approvals. Um, so for example, here in the US, um, Asher is, uh, has self-affirmed grass, which is generally regarded as safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the certifications you can get just to kind of show your end client that you know you've done specific tox- toxicity testing or heavy metal testings um, so they don't have to worry about that um, europe has novel foods um, so kind of like you said we're going to talk about ashton ashton is novel food in europe mm-hmm. um, they're a little bit more stringent than over here in the u.s um, so there's companies like ours ingredient suppliers that can go and do certain testings to show that we've done a very thorough analysis of our ingredient um, that the end consumer doesn't have to worry about the safety of it. Yeah. Um, and then the brands can kind of either add that to their label or put it into their marketing any way they see fit. Okay. So, uh, and this is kind of like a side note, but I find that Europe has better standards for lots of things. I mean, even children's products. I mean, this is crazy. So right, this cord in front of me probably has lead in it. Yes. Lead, lead should not be consumed or touched by children, right? It, it absorbs in there and lead crosses the blood brain barrier and it causes cause all sorts of issues. Yes. But in Europe, you can't have lead in like cords or anything. And then in the States, like you don't even have to have a label on these things, but, but supplementation, there's all sorts yeah. of, I, I feel like, you know, I think it's kind of the grass is greener type thing as well, but. It is. They're, they're, they're definitely more detail oriented and more stricter when it comes to it. It took us a much longer time to get the novel food status than it yeah. did to get grass for grassroots they're they're very they're very much more on the details okay so i mean yeah, if you guys are getting a product from uh from europe and and, and it has that what, what novel foods you said yeah novel food status over there. Okay. okay interesting um yeah because i i know some other organizations and then you've got the what the um was that the olympic committee what's the one where the uh, it's safe for usf or something what is that where um, there's like a third party testing where it's specifically safe for sports too. So they don't have anything in there. Uh, there's a, so some of our ingredients will have like informed choice certified with, uh-huh. and kind of like, so if you're going to compete in like a competition or something like that, it's, uh, it's essentially like a certification that guarantee you're not taking any banned substances. So we kind of went that route as well. Um, so there's, there, there's a lot of different certifications depending on, you know, what type of product you're making. Okay. So you, you guys, uh, you have other products. You mentioned uh, mushroom products too? Yes. So uh, New Live actually started or was founded in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, their very first ingredient that they really focused on and brought over to the U.S. I believe it was the second company to bring cordyceps to the U.S. Mm. Uh, so they really founded on, you know, the medicinal mushroom side of things. They've been used in 
you know, traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. Um, and our research labs and, you know, our manufacturing plant is over in, you know, China, Shanghai. Um, so, you know, they, they started with, you know, the traditional Chinese medicine, mushrooms, cordyceps. And, uh, you know, after four or five years, you know, they start to delve into different ingredients. Um, but our, our company was really, you know, founded on, you know, one of the traditional Chinese herbs that have been proven to be effective for, you know, human consumption. Um, and our company's done a lot of studies just to kind of see, you know, what can astragalus do for the human body? What are the benefits? Mm-hmm. And, you know, from that, you know, all those different studies that they've done, they've, you know, created certain ingredients to do certain things for the, for the human body. Interesting. What, what, are, what are your top ones that, that you like as far as, you know, the mushrooms, cordyceps that really seem to be effective for people? Um, so the, the most popular by far, um, both on a personal side and as a business side, um, our biggest seller by far is our cordyceps mushroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has so many different uses, whether it be for, you know, vitality, energy, um, increased oxygen production, um, immune benefits. Um, so that, that's by far our biggest seller. Um, I would say our most popular and most asked about right now is our Zelaria product. Hmm. Um, it's uh, Zelaria nine grapes. It's uh, another one of those mushrooms that have been used for a very long time. Um, but the benefits for that is really when it comes to, you know, increasing the amount of sleep you get, increasing GABA production, um, reducing stress, you know, so with everything going on today, um, you know, it's getting a lot of interest, but cordyceps by far is our, our most popular. Interesting. And are th- those come in like, uh, I mean, what do you guys sell them in? Is it specifically just like powders or teas or all sorts of different stuff? Yeah. So all the ingredients that New Live provides are all going to be um, like grounded up powders. Okay. Um, depending on what ingredient it is, it's a little bit more fine than one of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but all come in a powder form. Okay. Yeah. You'll see a lot of those things, especially in the, in like the greens supplements and powders. It says, Reishi, yes. reishi or cordyceps or whatever. I mean, I even had a company that sent me on shocker guys. People send me stuff for free. Um, I, had a, I had a company send me um, a bunch of different teas with different things and different mushrooms. I actually hate mushrooms to yeah. chew, but in the tea, wasn't oh, bad. Yeah, they're good. They're really it good. It wasn't bad. I don't, I don't know. I, I looked at the backs. I'm like, okay, they got to add sugar or, or something to this, but yeah. I, I actually it actually was pretty delicious. Yeah, I just I, I just had a I try I'm trying to get it slowly away from the coffee. It's really hard to kick. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I had too much caffeine, but I I just recently had um, a coffee with a lot of adaptogens in it. Mm-hmm. I had like lion's mane, cordyceps, and it actually gave the the coffee a more robust, like flavorful, without having to add any of the the milks, the sugars. It was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, it it does have more of like a rich. Like, like thickness flavor to it. Yeah. I, I I was really surprised. It was it was black like coffee when yeah. I just did the tea, because uh, I said I'm in LA, so I did a, a cut before this. So I was like literally cutting off a caffeine too, so okay. I can take it before my shoot. So it's actually effective because you know I was doing lots of coffee. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really interesting. Well, let's let's get into. I mean, estrogen is it's this is a this is like as I said at the beginning, it's. A supplement almost for supplements. And in the age of people who are just popping pills and get up in the morning and taking 20 different things. And I mean, why do why create a product that 
needs to be taken with another product that be more useful. So tell me a little bit about the, the research behind estrogen and why you guys felt it was necessary to, you know, create this and put this into um, additional supplements. Sure. So um, our company was really founded on, you know, the traditional Chinese um, beliefs and what they've discovered from, you know, the area in China where our company was developed to the U S is they really found that, you know, people in the U.S. they like to indulge a little bit more when it comes to their diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Locker. on this side, you know the you know the the refined sugars and the simple carbohydrates and everything that you know is digested in the body that is not really ideal for the body or the small intestine to have. Um, really, kind of messes with you know the intestine itself. And you know, you have a lot of people over here who have issues with their stomach, they have acid reflux, they have IBS, Um, you know, so really the idea behind estrogen was uh, to really help that gut function optimally. And for anybody who's going to either take a supplement or product, or if they're eating food, we want to make sure that the nutrients that is stated on the fact sheet or the supplement fact sheet, um, nutrition label, um, that you're absorbing as much as you possibly can. Your body's getting as much out of that product as it states on there. Mm. Um, so, so you're saying that people aren't absorbing enough of the nutrients that they're intaking. Right. Um, a, lo- a lot of people who have, you know, whether it be stomach issues, if they get migraines, you know, things like that, it's a lot of it can come down to being deficient in a certain, you know, vitamin or nutrient in your body. Um, a lot of people do those, you know, 23andMe or those certain tests to kind of see if their body doesn't you know, absorb like something like a vitamin B12 efficiently right. um, based on your DNA. So there's a lot of things like that. Um, so if you are taking estrogen, um, we've done over 20, 24 preclinical studies. Um, we're doing human studies as we speak. Um, and we're testing essentially everything that the, the end consumer would want to know, whether it be um does it help with protein does it help with cbd does it help with vitamins does it help with you know fish oils um so we're trying to cover the the full spectrum to show um you know your product may say there's 25 grams of protein in here but once it goes through the entire body the intestinal tract the chances of you actually getting that 25 milligrams of protein with you know the average consumers um you know intestine or you know body is, is very minimal. Right. Um, so we're trying to increase the body's ability to get those nutrients. So w- what do you feel like is the main driver why people aren't absorbing all this? I mean, you're not going to absorb all the food and you're going to excrete a lot of it and waste. I mean, eggs is probably the, the closest that you're going to absorb most of the protein with right. the bioavailability. So when I say bioavailability, just how much you're absorbing. Yes. Uh, so what, I mean, is, is, is the driver like gut issues is it just environmental do you guys have any idea why we're not absorbing yet i mean food quality i'm sure there's probably a little bit in all this but is there one main factor that you have found that estrogen seems to help with we're finding the most research that we've done we're finding that the biggest issue that we're coming across or the general population is coming across is the the diet that they have on a daily basis mm. Um, you know, the, the gut is directly linked to the brain and the, the more inflamed that someone's gut is, it's really going to kind of, um, you know, make someone like insulin resistant. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of issues if you have an inflamed gut. 
Um, you know, so one of the one of the benefits that we don't really talk a lot about with ashigan is yes, it helps the body, you know, increase absorption of those nutrients, but it also we've also done studies where it shows to um, repair or decrease the inflammation in the gut. Um, so it kind of covers twofold of uh, the main issues of what you know the human gut. So could people? I mean, when people hear gut, they probably think probiotic, which I know people don't think prebiotic, oh, I guess prebiotic's a little more known, uh, or postbiotic. I mean, would this kind of be able to be classified as, as either uh, like, a, like, a, like a prebiotic um, or anything, or is this just more something that's just bringing down inflammation? I, I wouldn't say it would be classified as like a prebiotic or probiotic. Um, we do get a lot of brands that create, you know, marketed prebiotics or probiotics mm -hmm. that will add or want to add oxygen to it because of what it actually does. Um, but I wouldn't say it would be classified as one of those. Okay. Interesting. All right. So uh, actually I've, I've got, got the bottle right here. Yep. So it says, um, amplifies absorption, 41% amino acids, 33% creatine and 39%, uh, omega seven. So it's hundred uh, percent, plant-based. So I mean, people taking that, how, how do you go about taking it? You just pop a pill and it's going to absorb as much as possible. I mean, is there any recommended way to specifically take this? Cause you know, it, a lot of people listening are taking a lot of supplements and you said that they're one of their main drivers is a poor diet. So they should probably start eating better too. But, right. uh, what, what's the recommended, uh, dosage, if you will. So all the clinicals that we've done is based off of 50 milligrams daily. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not a gym goer, if you're not taking any type of supplementation, the best time to take it would be as soon as you wake up in the morning, right before breakfast. Um, that way you can kind of lash in your body for the 24 hour time frame, which it typically shows peak results. After that, you know, it kind of slacks off. That's why we recommend it once a day. Okay. Um, if you're a gym goer, you're taking any pre-workouts, you're taking proteins, um, both from personal usage and from our clinical data, the best time to take it would be in combination with your pre-workout. If it doesn't have a nutrient absorption ingredient in the pre-workout, mm. um, a lot of them do nowadays. A lot of companies are, you know, really starting to become more aware of how important it is to absorb what the actual label says. Um, so, you know, if you have a nutrient absorption in say your pre-workout, your BCAA, then you can take it with maybe your protein powder, which there's some brands now that are starting to put, you know, estrogen and a few others, yeah. digestive enzymes in their proteins. Um, so it depends really on what product you're taking. Um, but I would say, you know, 90% of our, our customers are taking it with their pre-workout products. Okay. I mean, yeah, if you're popping a pre-workout beta alanine and citrulline and all that other stuff, that's going to yeah. make a very itchy skin. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> you might as well take it. Actually, the first time I ever took the something with beta alanine, I took it. Man, I thought I was getting a sunburn from the inside out. I was yes. like, I took like double the dosage and it's all tingling. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And my elbows were all red. And then 20 minutes in, it was it was okay. I think I took it with the Red Bull back in my early training days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't, not a good idea. <laughs> don't do that. Never um, done that. I was wow. a 23-year-old kid with, you know, just like frosted oh, hair and overly tan. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, so when, what do people look for? on a supplement, I mean, you said like kind of digestive enzymes would uh, make estrogen be put on there. Like what would, how can they know that a product has, um, something, I mean, whether it's yours or some other competitor that ha helps with the nutrient absorption. 
So, so the there's there's two um, there's two themes that are going on in the sports nutrition sector that if you're an end consumer, I would definitely look for it. Um, the first thing is fully disclosed labels, and what I mean by that is when you look on the back of the supplement um, fact sheet, it'll show you what's in the product, and most brands now are putting the exact amount of each ingredient. So if there's beta alanine creatine, I'll say beta alanine two point five grams, creatine yeah. three grams. Um, you know, so you want to look for those products that are distinguishing the amount of each ingredient that's in there. Um, and then when it comes to ingredients like estrogen or other ingredient suppliers, um, companies that specifically do studies on the ingredients that they're marketing, um, for a brand to use that ingredient, they have to either put um, our logo on there and they have to put um, a trademark sentence on the label. It'll say, you know, estrogen is a trademark of New Science USA. Yeah. Um, and every every ingredient supplier that has created or patented an ingredient, um, they'll have almost the same exact requirement. So if you just look on the back of the label, um, there'll be a section. Almost every product nowadays has some type of patented ingredient. Okay. Um, so you can just kind of look on the back, see what ingredient it is. Um, if you're not familiar with it, you can just kind of look it up, and you'll see exactly what that that product is for. Um, so those are those are the two biggest selling points right now in the sports nutrition product. Um, you know, it's fully disclosed labels and the usage of ingredients like estrogen, because there's a lot more science behind them. Sure. So, I mean, how is somebody going to know, you know, they, they start taking estrogen daily, whether it's with their supplements, pre-workout protein, whatever. I mean, is, is this something tangible that people feel that they're taking, or is this something that, I mean, you know, I probably take 30 pills a day. So how right. do I know which one is actually doing the work and, and, and working for me? Do you, you guys have anything that people feel like, oh, wow, this must be because I've been taking estrogen. I, I feel this right. specific way. Certain ingredients that we we sell, say like Synactive, um, that, that's an ingredient that you're going to feel probably the first time you take the ingredient. Estrogen mm -hmm. um, is a little bit more of, you know, if you're an avid gym goer and let's say you've been plateaued or you're just kind of going through the motions, you'd be someone who would notice the effects more so than someone who just, you know, kind of goes every so often or has, you know, tra the traditional diet. Um, we've heard, you know, some of our end consumers have said, you know, they have a little bit more energy, um, but because, you know, it's a non-stimulant, all-natural ingredient, right. and really the only thing that it does is it increases, you know, transporter molecules to have your body increase more nutrient uptake. That's not really something that, you're going to be able to be cognizant of. Right. Um, so you may feel a little bit more energy, but for, you know, someone who's just taking it, you wouldn't have like an immediate reaction to it. Okay. Certain ingredients will, but not, not estrogen. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, where, where are the, um, so you guys got pri proprietary blend. I mean, what, what are some of the ingredients, uh, in estrogen? I mean, where, where specifically, I mean, and why do you call it estrogen? Yeah, so estrogen is a combination or it's composed of two medicinal plants. Um, the first one is astragalus membranaceus, and the second one is Panax notogensing. Both of those, both of those plant extracts are very common. Um, they're they've been used forever, both in the sports nutrition sector, traditional Chinese medicine. Um, there's a lot of research behind both plants, um, but what we've done with estrogen to develop it and be able to patent it and trademark it is we've, we've done a multitude of studies on both plants. And we found that certain, say, 
certain parts of the plant or certain compounds inside each plant because you know the plant will have 12 15 compounds you know in one plant mm-hmm. we found that certain compounds um will give the benefit that we want the end consumer to have um so certain compounds in the astragalus and the panthenogensing plants you know will increase absorption decrease inflammation um so from all the studies that our research team has done they've isolated the compound that they saw the best results with and took each compound and put it into one compound. Okay. And then you guys, then you're obviously testing that combination of compounds together. Yes. Uh, Because I know there's some like product labels and stuff like these ingredients have been shown to do this and these ingredients, but they don't ever really put it together in their own formulation, you know? So um, there's a, there's a lot of ingredient suppliers that, um, you know, new live is more of, you know, what we specialize really in is we're, uh, a research facility first. So we do a lot of research. We have a ton of excess research and we eventually get around to analyzing it and then developing an ingredient. So kind of like what I said before, you know, we started with the mushrooms and, you know, we had all this data before 1997 and it took us four years to get around to analyzing all the information that we've done to develop estrogen. So, you know, we'll, we start with, we start with the science. We don't ever kind of go out and, you know, purchase another ingredient and try and sell it. We're all about developing in-house, going through the studies that we've conducted ourselves, And then, you know, we'll eventually be releasing ingredients and products. Okay. Um, Interesting. I mean, and, and that's, that speaks volumes because I think a lot of people that um, when they're taking things or these companies are just putting stuff out there. And as people know, it's, a, a kind of wild wild west in the in the supplement industry so it's it's nice to know that you know there are people that are actually doing this uh yeah. is this is this complete i mean you said this generally recognized as safe is there any side effects that you guys have noticed at all so we've tested so in order to get something like novel food status in europe you know we have to do certain toxicity studies with you know a certain level of dosages and we get a lot of questions on like, what's the max amount of action you can take without getting a side effect. Yeah. We've actually tested it a thousand times. So we've had consumers take 5,000 milligrams <laughs> um, a day with no reported side effects whatsoever. And we have a lot of professional athletes, kind of like the pro, the pro line bottle that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we never used to sell those. We would send them specifically to athletes that we found on Instagram, yeah. whether it be, you know, pro level boxers, Olympic athletes. And, you know, we would, you know, give them the recommended doses of 50 milligrams or hundred milligrams, but they would end up taking multiple, multiple pills because they found the more they took, the better they felt. Um, you know, so we had to make sure it was safe. So, you know, we don't ever come across somebody who's taking more than 5,000 milligrams and be very hard to do, you know, when they take that many pills in a day. <laughs> um, so there's no support. There's no negative side effects that we have up to that dosage. Okay. So, I mean, you'd basically be needing to take almost an entire bottle. Yeah, uh, it would be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, there's hundred. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you tested this on, on kids? Do people get, give their uh, children this? Um, is this something that you would um, have seen or would recommend? So we, we get a lot of questions when it comes to can kids take estrogen, can someone who's pregnant take estrogen. Um, and both on our research team side and when it comes to um, the professionals that work at Novel or you know Grass, um, all of the studies are based around the general population. Yeah. So we don't really test on kids or someone who's pregnant 
Um, so it, it's not like it's not that we're saying it's not safe, but we we wouldn't sit here and recommend it right. for like specific children's product. Yeah, um, they've done studies on children for up to like maybe like six months where they took something like an estrogen or a ginseng with no negative side effects. Um, and then there's some studies that were longer than six months or you know over a year and a half span. So the the evidence is kind of up in the air, which is why we wouldn't recommend it if you're looking solely for something for your kid. That makes sense. Uh, so do you guys have any um, opponents or any any kind of naysayers? Like what 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 do you get uh, from people generally if they they hear about this? I mean, you don't need to take this. It's useless. There's another another pill to pop. Uh, I know a lot of there's. I mean, I know so many different dietitians and nutritionists, and it's some be like, hey, you need to take a supplement. You need to supplement your diet. And now there's a supplement for a supplement, and some people are like, well, you don't. You should get it all of your nutri- nutrition via food, which is very difficult to do. But uh, what are some of the opponents saying? And do you guys have any uh, rebuttal to that? I would say for the opponents, for okay, so there's a lot of ingredient suppliers. A lot of ingredient suppliers will specialize in a multitude of different ingredients for X, Y, and Z results. Specifically, similar to estrogen, I would say we have maybe one specific um, competitor where they don't really say anything about estrogen. There's nothing negative to say. Um, they really kind of focus in on the differences of how estrogen functions inside of the body compared to what theirs does. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most the most common ingredient that would be compared to estrogen would be some form of a black pepper extract or a pepper extract. Um, they're both marketed towards nutrient absorption. Um, the biggest difference is how they actually function inside of the body. Okay. Um, is, is there, have you looked at the comparative difference in those? Um, so a, a lot of the differences for the black pepper extract um, or the companies out there, I don't want to name the exact company. Um, so estrogen, what it does is it naturally increases the transporter molecules inside of the small intestine that are naturally there. It just essentially makes them work more. Mm-hmm. It upregulates them and makes them functions at a higher level. Um, for the pepperin extracts, it works more on a, a thermogenesis um, type of idea where um, it's either going to inflame the intestine a little bit or heat up. And that's kind of how the nutrients are absorbed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so without working with that competitor specifically, um, you know, that's kind of what we gather. Right. Um, it's just really how they function inside the body. And unless you take uh, black pepper extract and estrogen, um, you wouldn't really notice the difference. Right. Okay. Uh, Lewis, a- anything else you, uh, you want to tell everybody? Um, not really. I would just say, you know, Mueller science, like I said, is one of those that, you know, if you're, you're really worried about the safety and the science behind it, um, we're, we're probably the most reputable out there. You know, we, when it comes to um, the, the way we do the studies, the publications that our ingredients get into, um, you know, we're, we're very proud of the publications that we can get into. The scientific journal community is very hard to crack and they're very, very strict on what they're gonna publish. Yeah. And we've been fortunate enough to have some of our ingredients and some of our trials be published in some of the, the top scientific journals in the country. So um that's really all i would say yeah and, and you guys are in a 
plethora of products that I'm sure people are completely aware of, but you didn't, didn't know that, you know, um, a a new live science product was, you know, inserted into that. Most people aren't reading the labels that thoroughly or looking for your brand (laughs) label, you know, I mean, um, you grab a water and it's made by a a different company and people don't really know, but, um, yeah, very reputable. Uh, where can people find out about you guys? It would be newlifescience.com. Okay. Um, also we're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, but more, more than likely if, you know, you're an avid gym goer, you take any type of sports nutrition supplement, you know, just, you know, check the back of the label. And I would say, you know, 60, 70% of the time you're going to see oxygen or one of our ingredients in there. Okay. Uh, one last question. What do you think the future of, um, nutrition science is? Uh, uh, I, I would say honestly, the, the outlook is is very bright for us. Um, where we were we were one of the fortunate, um, you know, industries that really weren't affected by the the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it really brought more awareness to our industry. Uh, people are a lot more cognizant of their health, their especially their their immune support system. Um, you know, so it's definitely a great time to take a little bit more inventory of you know how you're living your life. You know, what type of diet you have. Um, you know, and, and supplements are not, you know, they're not the fix, but it's a great time to kind of look at what you're taking. And if you're not taking anything, kind of see what the market is offer. And, you know, it, it can only, it can only be a benefit. All right. Makes sense, man. All right, Lewis, thanks for being on everybody. Check out new live science. I'm Joey Thurman. Here's another episode of the fatter future podcast. Remember, don't be a fatty F a D D Y be a part of the future. Cheers. Cheers.